time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. Welcome to the Bump and Run podcast. I am Run. And I am Bump. Hello. Hello there. Hello there. Hey, listen, before we get into talking about a little bit about uh, stuff today, which will include Adam Scott and uh, Rory on the Premier Golf League, and maybe a little bit about Peter Costas on uh, the No Laying Up podcast. Um, speaking of other podcasts, I heard you were sort of cheating on us. You were on the Rubber Boost podcast this week. I was. I was. I stepped out on you. And that's uh, not very I, nice. That's, I apologize. They, uh, um, I ran into they meant nothing the, to me. I ran into Puffy at the office yesterday, and they were um, they were commenting that you were uh, you were very you were very dominant in the podcast. He says you were coming in hot. I did come in hot. He <laughs> said you there were talking over everybody. I talked over only. See, that's just a gross exaggeration. It's way oh. more on the rails than our masters podcasts are. But I do. I did step on. I think that's part of. Uh, what I do, I make uh, pop culture references and wait a minute. Wait a minute. Side conversations over, with how does stuff? talking over people. How does talking over people in pop reference comments? <laughs> well, I, I will. I will make a, a a reference as they do. Like like for example, Mr. Noodle, which is played every time they play a Mr. Right. Noodle. So that was from like the first time I was on, and I made this reference about. Bill Irwin, who played Mr. Doodle on Elmo's World, which is a kid's show that my I, we used to watch with my kids a long time ago. I and see. I don't know, I forget how it came up, but it all it all came up because he also plays a serial killer on other shows that uh, that we've watched, CSI, Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, etc. So um, every time I come on, Stoff puts that in, Mr. Doodle. Um, I it's see. Elmo, it's actually Elmo saying Mr. Doodle, because that's what... Uh, Elmo used to say all the time, but uh, it's fun okay. being on that podcast, as you know. And uh, I've only been on a couple times. I haven't been well, on. As you've much been as you on, think. but you do know <laughs> that it's it's okay. But I I would do I would disagree with Puff as to I yes I did step on people, but it wasn't that bad. I I listened uh, I listened to it back. I didn't uh, I didn't I haven't been on there enough to have my own sound effect. So no, like I don't have a little. Uh, golf ball sound effect or something like that so anyway if it's any consolation uh, they do call me bump they do call you bump that's right yes. and i think i think i heard them in one part where everyone was talking over everybody they actually made a reference to the bump and run podcast so they did yes yes anyway here we are for bump and run and uh this time uh i guess i'll start off by talking about what happened last week with adam scott winning at riviera mm-hmm. and for it's been four years since he'd won which was quite an extended period but he's kind of a guy who, I don't know, he's been around a lot. Remember, like a couple of years ago at the PGA, he was in the mm-hmm. hunt at Belle Reve. And I think he was uh, top tens at a couple of majors last year. All three world go- um, all three playoff events last year, he was in the top mm-hmm. ten. He's never, like he, he's, he's never out of the mix. Like, it's not like he's fallen off completely like, say, Jordan Spieth in his right. couple years where, you know, you're finding good results here and there. Yeah, Adam Scott is consistently there. He never plays a lot, right? right. Um, and it that is that has gotten less since he's had his two children. Um, but yeah, for it's it's surprising that he had one in four years, and he's technically won his last two starts on different tours right. and different years and different decades, but and different, uh, continents. And different continents. But uh, 
you know, he seems to have a nice little run going. He played very well. Um, putted Turning great on the, the putted great on the on Sunday. He did on yeah, Sunday. Sunday was really good. That's been what, the one thing about his right. putting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's managed yeah. that, uh, like you said, on um, up and down your up and down segments on TSN.ca. That you know he, he has adapted well to that long putter not being anchored. That's right. He's got. I think he's got the style that he likes, and he's got a putter mm-hmm. that he likes, which is actually part of the situation. Which I don't think people a lot. You know, when you sort of think of a broomstick putter, you just think, "Oh well, it's a long, it's something long." You don't think right. about what's at the end of it. But I think he's found something nice, and uh, he's going to turn forty this year. So we'll see if he's. He says the next five years will be the most important part of his career. Well, we'll see what happens. Huh? Um, Two wins already. So yeah. Um, you got, got a little inspired. Off well. got a little inspired at the President's Cup as well. I think, but even yeah. though those guys lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and then um, and then we had a couple of good comments here. Uh, Rory talking about the Premier Golf League and saying that he, he's he's out yeah. for now. For now, uh, more or less. That's for, the uh, thing, yeah. right? For now, I, but. Well, I it's hard. First of all, so I heard I read this today that they reached out to him and basically said that he could make a hundred million dollars. Really, <laughs> that's like pretty crazy so they want but him it, to own the team right i'm sure they want him to be the yeah i mean One i think they want him to be the marquee they guy yeah. they want him to be the headliner and i kept thinking it was kind of like when the wha hockey league came around way back when you know they, mm-hmm. they needed some legitimacy so they signed bobby hull for what was a ridiculous amount stunt, it was a million dollars yeah <laughs> that's what ridiculous his amount. Was, yeah. which was yeah. big back then but i can see what they need the premier golf league needs a headliner and if you don't have one uh, I don't think the league's going to work with uh, with guys who are on the Corn Ferry Tour right now, or you know, you need no, either no, Rory or Brooks or DJ or Tiger or something to come in. Yeah, if they don't legitimate. have the if they don't have the top guys, the top guys aren't going to come. Um, yep. And 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 again, like they can go after Tiger, who's pretty much said he. I believe Tiger said he's probably not going to do it, or we could actually. We can actually say that the likelihood of Tiger doing this is because you, you know, as Rory said, it's the commitment. He would lose all the autonomy in his schedule because you have to play the 18 events. It's a team portion for those people that aren't familiar of what's going on. There's an individual and a team component to this proposed league, um, and it's. He said it's just too much. There's too much question marks, too many red flags for him to. And he basically said, "I'm out." Um, yeah. Now he did at the end of that say, "Now I might have to be back. I might have to be in, should a whole bunch of guys uh, but, defect from the PJ but Tour." But I just don't see that happening. And I it's don't like it, it, as Jay Monahan sort of said, laid down the law. He said, "You're either right. in or you're out. You can't be kind of halfway pregnant here. You're with us or you're against us." And right. uh, the only thing I sort of thought about this was that if it ever got some legs, if it ever got some legitimacy, what it might, what it might do is to force a merger between the PGA Tour and the European Tour. Right, right. Um, yep. So they basically create the top-tier tour um, under one umbrella, where it's under a few right now. But I don't even think that's... I mean, I know I know that that has been thrown around by the leaders of those tours. I don't know how seriously, but um, I could see that happening. But now with Rory kind of saying, ah, I'm out... I, I think this might be just dead in the water. Yeah, I know, and it's kind of picked up steam over the over the few weeks, right? Since since Saudi Arabia, um, 
about how legitimate it is. It was legitimate enough for Jay Monahan to send an email to the players saying you're either in or you're out. Right. Um, but I, I read an interesting article because we've seen this before, right? Greg Norman tried it, which ended up mm-hmm. being the World Golf Championship events. But also, I read an article about, from Fred Couples. And Fred Couples, I don't know if you remember this two weeks, he, he tried to get like a, it was like a pre-senior champions tour, a pre-champions right. tour tour. 40 and up, I think it was. For, yeah, it was like between like 35 and 50, I believe, um, for guys, you know, that didn't think they could compete on the PJ Tour anymore. And they had a TV deal, and he had proposals, and Fred Couples was behind this. And he said, you wouldn't believe how hard it is to do, one, because you got to get players. But he he was actually far enough in the stage where there was a TV deal with Fox. Um, they had they were trying to get sponsors, like they had a business plan and everything, and then they just realized it wasn't going to work. So that league got far, or that tour got far. Um, the the wor- that world one that Greg Norman was doing, I don't real I don't think it got that far, if my memory serves me correctly. It got, it got far enough that it scared the PGA Tour, and right. the European Tour. And I think, but I think this uh, this Premier League is, is, I mean, it's obviously fairly serious because they've right. talked to everybody. Yeah, they talked to almost all the top players. Both, I mean, they talked to Bernard Longer, uh, and um, and then uh, obviously, as you said, the, the the tour felt it was serious enough that they had to issue a proclamation. But um, I think that if you don't get Rory and you yeah. don't get Tiger, I'm not sure there's anybody out there right now who can carry the weight. Now, if you're Tiger Woods. And you sit there and say, okay, once I get win 83 um, and I run out of opportunities to get to 18 or 19 majors, right? maybe you go over there. Um, but could but, his back, uh, but could his back, I think he'll be, he, you know, he's going to be 44 years old. Well, that's what I was just saying. Like, he's 20, yeah. he's, that, that means he's going to play 22 events because right. he's 18 plus the four majors. And he only if plays majors, 15 now. Him. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so I mean, um, and then and then Bernard Longer had a good statement where he said, you know, like what what do you do? How do you bring up the next generation? So right. let's say you run yeah. it for two years and two guys or three guys retire. Who? How do you pick who replaces them? Right. So I don't know how that works either. It's just sort of a. It, I don't know. I'm sure these there's smarter people than me who've thought a lot of these things out. Yeah. But uh, I just don't see it running some sort of. But they, you know, I think they're just trying to get it up and going. And, right. But but again, you're right. Like you know, Tiger's not going to do it, and Phil's not going to do it. And there's two mass, major draws. Oh, maybe Phil would do it, but yeah, he hasn't again, said no. He, he's only going to be around so much longer. So if the next generation of guys like like Rory, who really like on it, let's be honest, the only other guy with any sort of cachet really is Rory. Right. For for many fans, you know, Brooks and. DJ and Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and all those guys, they got some play, but Rory's the next guy. Right. If yeah, he just doesn't look what go, he did, just look what he did at the RBC Canadian Open last right, year, right? Exactly. And you know, if if you can't get Justin Thomas and you can't get Brooks Kepka and Dustin John, like it's got it's got to be worth people watching it, or however they're going to do it. If they're going to decide that they want to put this on a pay per view, if this is going to be a pay per view uh, kind of league, yeah. You yeah. have to have people that are gonna that they're gonna want to see. You can't have. I'm sure you know, a lot of it's being. I, I would have to think a lot of it's going to be dri- driven by betting. That's why right. you have the team aspect, things like that. But anyway, that's, it's, uh, it, it, it's interesting how they want to do it. I just you you know Longer's right. How are they going to sustain it? Yeah, because exactly. for all we know, Dustin Johnson plays on that tour for two years, makes 
however much money he's going to make, $50 million, and then says, okay, I'm good. Right. Bails. So then who are you replacing him with? You know, well, uh, those are lots of questions to be answered in the coming weeks as they yeah. start to sort of reveal more of their and business still, plan. It's still not probably. It's still 2022, right? At the earliest likely. I know they they were floating next year. Right. But I would suspect it's probably more looking a couple years down the road, right? I think so. All right, let's move on. Okay. We've had enough of that. We beat that one to death <laughs> for now. The PGL. <laughs> the PGL. Uh, Peter Costas. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like the headline. <laughs> there was an ESPN story that Bob Herrig wrote that said, former broadcaster. You know, I thought, ooh, that's harsh. Yeah. But uh, he is. He's retired mm-hmm. uh, broadcast, Not retired broadcaster. Actually, made that emphatic that he's not a retired broadcaster. He was contract was not renewed. And uh, he came out on the No, no Laying Up uh, podcast this week and made several references to the TV situation, which we won't get into. Right. Because you don't like throwing people who live in glass houses mm-hmm. and throw rocks and everything. But <laughs> but he did step pretty harshly on on, um, on Patrick Reed, as did Brooks Kepka this week. That's right. Uh, basically just called him right out as a cheater. And uh, and I thought, uh, I thought Costas sort of followed up. There was some... A video evidence of him of, of basically what happened was Patrick Reed hit his ball in the rough. It was long rough, and he looked down the uh, fairway to see how what he could get there, and he put a couple of clubs down behind the ball. I believe and four was the uh, actual number four, that four Peter different clubs. used. Four different clubs yeah, behind the four ball. Four different clubs, and then uh, all of a sudden pulls out a three wood, which Costa said, you know, there was no shot with a three wood there before he started putting those. Yeah. Those clubs the, that was the best line, right? That yeah. was the best line of it. <laughs> they call it rough pounding. That's the <laughs> that's the terminology, and it's you know it's he's done it at least four times. Costas alleged. Yeah, so well, he's out I, there. Yeah, right? I don't think he's I don't think he's the only one, but I think he's Probably the not. poster boy for it for sure. Yeah, and I remember hearing stories about Jumbo Ozaki doing that in Japan, and um, years and years ago. But man, it's it's starting to heat up a little bit on Patrick Reed. I thought it might have died away, but then Brooks Kepka at his press conference basically came right out and but it's true, referred but to he, the other one at the Hero Challenge and called right, him a cheater. He, but he, they're still asking him about it. Yeah, you know, like I didn't think people would ask about it anymore. Like it's kind of you know run its news cycle course. Uh, this happened last October. Yeah, no, no uh, November. November. Yeah, last November, and we're in February. We're at the uh, mid-February, and it's uh, it just won't go away. Like he, you know, I think we said it on this podcast before that he needs to just stop keeping it out there by you know putting Brandel Chambly, giving him a summons or an injunction on saying talk, letters, calling him a yeah, cheater, letters, letters and stuff like that. And but now, like people just keep asking about it and cost us. Again, you know, credibility-wise, you know, Peter Costas is, he's on-course reporter. He's followed Patrick Reed probably pretty extensively. And I I agree, it probably has done a little bit more, but, you know, maybe he does, if he's, if he's done it four times with four clubs, like the four clubs thing, are you really, (laughs) you really looking at four clubs to hit? Yeah. Man. And when when Costas said before, before the, uh, the rough pounding it was basically a wedge back to the fairway and then he ended right. up hitting a three wood or a four wood or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he made good contact. Um you can see it on Twitter if you go yeah, on Twitter and just search yeah. Patrick Reed cheating. I think it'll come but up. But and you know, Brooks I love Brooks because he doesn't hold back. Like yeah. you know, these guys the guys now, the top golfers now, don't hold back on their comments. 
No. None of them do. And it's great because we went through a whole stretch where Tiger Woods never said anything. <laughs> He'd talk for right. an hour, but he wouldn't say anything. He would talk. He would do a 35, 40-minute press conference, and you would come away with nothing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. these guys are very honest about their opinions and don't care. And it's awesome for us to cover. And, you know, I don't expect Brooks to... And if he saw Patrick Reed, he'd probably tell it to him right to his face. Exactly. <laughs> right? Uh, he's not one What's of those guys do? that would say it. And then when Patrick Reed confronts him, say, no, I didn't say that. But Patrick's his own worst enemy, right? I mean, just yep. if, if he had dealt with it right at the start and said, you know what, um, I need a penalty there or I need to be disqualified or I'm going to disqualify myself, yeah, I think... On the basis of you know this out of the other thing, I mean, how many guys have called penalties on themselves, which is resulting in them getting DQ'd, right? Yep, some guy, tons. some guy will do something on one day and then go back the next day and say, "Hey, I didn't feel good about this shot, or something happened. Mm-hmm. I should have checked with the rules official. I didn't." And then he gets DQ'd. But Patrick Reed just keeps is the gift that keeps on giving for uh, yeah. for some people. <laughs> and the more you see it, because now they've been now they've been showing it again, right? Mm-hmm. So the more you see it, and you just see it again, and you're just like, "Come on." Yeah. How do you not yeah. know you took that much sand away? Right. Like you can't not like. No. You know he should have just said, "Yeah, that was. I made the mistake. This is. You know, I." You say I but, didn't think this was a serious event. I thought it was just kind of right. fun. It's the Hero World Challenge. Blah blah blah. You could. You know, it's. It's the old saying: if you got to get ahead of things, right? You know, Tiger was the worst at that. He never got ahead of anything. Right. Uh, and, and look what look what happens. Like people just speculate. Um, but you know, it's when you've been when you've been accused of cheating, as he was in college. Uh, these things don't go away. Ask Vijay Singh, no. Jumbo no, exactly you mentioned, right. right? Like, right. These are you know, it's BJ, there. It's always BJ did one thing when he was like eighteen on the European tour, and there, they weren't even cameras that day. But people still talk about it. Jim Rutledge uh, was the guy who caught him, right? And and how old's VJ now? Like he's on the Champions Tour. Yeah, fifty plus. Like, like we're talking four, like thirty, forty years ago. It's yeah. still talked about. Have so. you ever cheated? Have you ever cheated playing around the golf? Well, I don't really, you know. Yeah, probably have because <laughs> See, like get ahead of it. Get ahead I know, of it. But, but <laughs> I'm calling you out. I know. So you know, like as in, I don't, I don't take less strokes than I. But like, if my lie is not great, I'm just going to move it because I'm not playing seriously. We're just out playing. I don't keep I a handicap. Some, um, I know some media guys, one in particular who uh, likes to fudge it on the na- on the reverse side. So he's a reverse sandbagger. So he likes to have a low handicap, even though he couldn't play to it. The handicap that he has, or couldn't not very often play to it. Right. And, uh, and the funny thing is, like everybody knows. Yeah. Except this guy doesn't know that everybody knows, and it's just <laughs> kind of it's just kind of painful. To see this thing happen, and I don't know, I don't know why a person would do it, but I, I don't get it. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like no, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, you played with me. We see, I just toiling around. I'm just toiling around doing whatever. Um, if I'm behind a tree, I want to hit it from behind a tree. Right, and I, and I don't keep a I don't keep a handicap. So if I was playing in a tournament, I wouldn't do that. No. No, no, I wouldn't either. But yeah, I don't. So. I don't play any. The only tournament I play is the father son with my dad. Right. So that's the only one. But anyway, all right. Well, look, that's enough for today. But not on a not on a major event where worth millions of dollars. No. So exactly right. All right. All right. That's enough. We've talked about cheating. We talked about 
talked about Premier Golf. We've talked about Adam Scott, and uh, there's golf to watch, and there's curling to watch. I'm going to Moose Jaw tomorrow. Oh, yeah, there's that's no right. Golf. There's no golf in Moose Jaw right now at this time of year, but it no. is the home of Adam Hadwin, so I'm hoping there's a sign when I drive in I can stop and... <laughs> And, and, and take a picture of it. Take a picture of it, and maybe we next time we talk about coffee's effect, uh, healthy effects, because right. I'm I'm adopting what Phil Mickelson has done, and I'm taking coffee. Are you? Well, I'm just oh. going to drink coffee. Just uh, nothing else. Reinvigors my reinvigors my love for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister Coffee. All right, that's it for this time. I'm Ron. I'm Bob. See you later.